It's time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast from Hey.com. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden, and today we have a special guest, Desiree Martinez of All-in-One Social Media. Welcome, Desiree. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I asked you on today because I saw you on Renee Teeley's Make It Awesome show on Powtoon. And you talked about how to repurpose your YouTube videos across social media. And I wanted to ask you about that today. Is that okay? Absolutely. No, I'm not allowed. You're not allowed to talk about things I love talking about. Only things that are terrible. <laughs> Great. Excellent. So as I understand, when you're doing this content distribution or content multiplication, you start first on YouTube. Is that correct? Yeah. So I think that YouTube, since it's designed for video, that it should be housing your videos there. It's going to always be there. You can always find it there. You can always reference it there. You can always send it to other people. It's just going to be so much easier because just like your website is designed to be found, your videos on YouTube are going to also be designed to be found there as well. So you might as well just like start with the place that's dedicated to video. Right, right. So what you're saying is, is there's a lot of places you could put it, but Facebook, as good as it is, is not the place where you go to find something. No, it is not. Facebook's the place you go where stuff just kind of finds you based <laughs> on your activity. I mean, for the most part, I think that the only time people are really searching for things on Facebook is like, I need to find a specific person or I need to find like a group or something to be in to get my questions answered. I don't think people are ever going to Facebook and to this search and being like dentist in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. So I or or right. why does my teeth hurt kind of a thing like people don't go to Facebook and search. People go to Facebook to connect, ask questions to their existing friends and things like that. And then of course it's a place for advertisers and marketers to target their demo based on the activity that's happening to present their content, present their product, present their services to them um, to see if they're interested. So you start on YouTube, then what? So once you've created your video and you've optimized it for search and it goes up on YouTube, then I think that you're going to want to take it into a series of different places. So you've created this one video. I want you to then write a blog about what was in your video. Now I'm sure that like you're like, Desiree, that's really counterproductive. The whole reason I did video <laughs> is to share my information. So I just want you to stay with me. So the reason you want to write your blog is for three things. Number one, Google likes it when you have fresh content on your website. You've already got all the content like mapped out of what you said. You've already done the keyword research. So you might as well like get some more legs out of it. And by blogging on your website, you're making Google happy. And what you're going to be able to do with that blog is then number two, embed your YouTube video into that blog. And here's right. why you need to do that. Number I guess like subcategory A of number two is going to be you, Google loves YouTube and Google loves video and Google loves when you have fresh content on your website. So what do you think by creating a whole new blog for your website that has a, a video from YouTube on it is going to help with your ranking? And number two, if 
you have a competitor that's talking about the same exact thing and your blog post is the one that has the video on it, Google's going to give that one preferential treatment over the others. So you might as well get more information from it. So what, right? so what I hear you saying is that a blog post matched with a relevant YouTube video uh, brings them both up in search probably both on Google and YouTube. Actually, when you will, if you have done this correctly, and that basically just comes down to proper titling of your video, if you were to search, like for example with me, I have a video on how to go live horizontally from your cell phone. For some weird reason, it's a really hard thing for people, so I created okay. a video on how to do it. So when you Google it, not only does my blog article show up near the top, but my YouTube video is the top thing you will see in search. So you're twice on the Google mm -hmm. homepage for the same topic. Exactly. From the same, yeah, not even from the same topic, from the same piece of content. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and so, yeah, then on the like blog, I had, yeah. Go on. Oh, sorry. Say that again. Go on on the blog. Yeah. And so like the third thing you're going to is to like write a blog, number one. Number two, embed that blog into uh, or embed that video onto the blog. And number three is the reason you also want to do it is because not everyone wants to watch your video. My very dear friend runs a food blog yeah. and it's really wonderful. And she does a great job with sharing recipes, creating new stuff. She does like killer mouthwatering photos. But you even say the word video to her and she's going to shut you down. And why is that? Because <laughs> she knows that her clients don't want to watch a video on this recipe. They want to see the recipe in the photo and then be told how to do it from the blog post that has the recipe. So you kind of see that like you need to be putting your content in a place that in a way that people want to consume it. Not everyone wants to watch your video. And about 20% of people are just want to read it. And that's how they can consume your content faster. So you might as well make them happy. Again, you create it once and then you put it where your target demographic wants to consume it. Now, you, you talked about how to share that YouTube blog combination and I wanted to ask you particularly about sharing on Facebook. Should I just put a link to my YouTube video on Facebook and I'm done? That's it. So I have had some data be presented to me lately that kind of argues that you should not only be uploading face your video to Facebook natively, but you also should promote your video on Facebook from the YouTube link. So bear with me. So there's two ranges of thought for this. Mm -hmm. Number one, at the very least, if you're going to create that YouTube video and you want to share it and you just don't have the ability or the time or whatever your reasons are for not being able to natively upload it to Facebook, it's really important that you share your link for your YouTube video onto Facebook. Facebook recently, I don't know, like got their life together a little bit, maybe even accidentally, where when you share that YouTube link on Facebook, like you get the big thumbnail. You don't get like the little tiny, like weird cropped off square. Like it's a link. Like they actually show you the full thumbnail video. So it's like very right, but you don't... Speed presentable. Yeah. And so a lot but of you don't people get any views. 
Yeah, so a lot of people in the YouTube space have been like studying their analytics around doing this, and a lot of people said that a bigger, a big percentage of their traffic does actually come from Facebook from sharing it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's important to include that as a part of your sharing strategy. But it's also really important in addition to it is that you should upload your video natively to Facebook right? because you'll want to be able to boost it so that your video can be seen if it's going to help solve a problem. So number one, it's always really helpful to have content for your content calendar to Facebook that's native. And you're playing Facebook's algorithm game. You're making them happy. You know, you're able to create playlists around specific problems just like you can on YouTube and things like that. You're going to be able to have a video that you can share with people directly so they can just like if like you're in a Facebook group and you share your natively uploaded Facebook video that's on your Facebook page is going to help with your views. It's going to help with people watching it, keeps people on the same platform, which is making Facebook even more happy. And then if you want to keep that video alive for whatever the reason may be, whether it's like in three months, this video is still relevant and something happens in the world that makes it even more relevant and topical. Now you've already created something so you can just like boost that video to your target demo to get it seen to help drive your relevancy for that. So I think that it's important to not only be sharing your YouTube videos, but you also should upload it natively to Facebook as well for the people that want to consume your content through Facebook. Now, a lot of people are starting to say, okay, they'll upload natively, maybe the same video or some clip of it to you to rather take a video that you may have been on YouTube, upload it natively to Facebook, and then say in the description of the Facebook video, by the way, link to YouTube in the comments. Is that a good idea? I think that what people are actually, I think what you're actually trying to say is that they take the thumbnail from their YouTube video and they upload it and then they say link in the description below, like in the comments. There's no data really saying what works or doesn't work. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure, honestly. Like, I have asked everyone from, like, my fellow YouTubers to Michael Stelzner as to why you say link to video in the comment section. Mm -hmm. And the things I get back is like, oh, it's for, um, you know, Facebook doesn't like it. Or, oh, it helps with my retention or my boost in the newsfeed because when Facebook sees comments, it makes it look better. People don't want to see links. They want to see pictures. Like there's all these different things. Okay. Like it's just super complicated. That is why I think YouTube is the best place to start with because mm-hmm. it's literally you make it, you title it, you give it a good thumbnail and description and you add your tags and then it does its job versus having to like game the system. Okay. And 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 on Facebook native video, do people mostly watch with sound on or sound off? So 84% of people are watching videos on Facebook without sound. Without and you kind of got to think about that, that. This makes a lot of sense because you have to think about like where people are thumb scrolling. People are thumb scrolling in line at Starbucks. They're thumb scrolling when they're around their kids or thumb scrolling when they're out doing errands or, you know, it's late at night and they're in bed winding down or wherever it may be. And so those are situations where you can't always hear what's going on, but you can read what's happening in the video. So it's always really important to make sure that you invest the time into making sure you have closed captions for your videos. What's really wonderful if you 
have, are willing to invest a little bit of extra money, there's a website called rev.com where you can pay a dollar a minute and it will send you a transcribed CRT file, which you can upload to Facebook and YouTube to put your subtitles into. Or there are tools like Quick, Q-U-I-C-C, mm-hmm. where you can send them your video and they'll embed the captions into the video for you. And then you can upload that one to YouTube and to Facebook. And there's uh, my friends at Splashio, too, do a really cool thing where you can send them your video and they sort of letterbox it and put the captions below and a title above. Yeah, so there's all, like I said, there's countless tools. But the very, very minimum, if you're not in a position to like invest in that, you can turn on auto captions with Facebook. In fact, I do that after every single live stream that I do. And it'll auto-generate it for you. And if you speak clearly... It kind of helps in your favor, and it can ge- it can generate them for you ahead of time. So just try to make sure that you're being conscious of, again, being aware of what the platform has going on and how people are consuming your content on those platforms. And what about Instagram? What if I want to promote my YouTube video on Instagram? How would I do that? So now we're getting into more like the content strategy of this. So again, you've created this piece of content and you put it up on YouTube, you put it on Facebook, you've written a blog, right? So now we're going to get into the distribution of it. Now, what I love about the strategy that I recommend to my clients and to marketers and stuff is that when it comes to Instagram and to stories and to Twitter and to LinkedIn and all these platforms where you're posting and sharing you can create what I call a teaser. So that's when you give them just like a little something, something, like you drop like a super knowledge bomb, you leave them hanging and wanting more. And at the end of that clip, you have watched the full video over on my YouTube channel and you can put like link in bio or if you have like a pretty link or something like that, you can direct people to your YouTube channel to keep watching. And you can do that literal same thing with stories because stories you can use on Instagram and also with Facebook and what you can keep doing with them is keep using them as a part of your content calendar strategy so you can kind of keep resharing them over and over again and what about email do you have an email strategy with video I think it depends on what your um your clients let me rephrase that. I think it's important for you to take into account how active your email list is. If you have an email list that wants to hear from you all the time, every time you post up a video, send them an email. I know some YouTubers that use their list for, you know, promoting new videos or like their month of videos or like maybe they have like an important ad or sponsored video that they really want to make sure get some attention. And so they'll correspond with their list weekly, bi-monthly, or just once a month to give you kind of the notes and like touch base with them to help with their viewership and also drive and staying relevant and drive traffic to their business. So it's all about what your list expects from you. But I definitely think that you should be promoting your videos in some way through your email list. And you can simply upload them um, like a a thumbnail with a button. They click it it takes them to the YouTube video or um, embed it straight into the email. There's a lot of options for it there, but definitely use your email list to grow that new content because that's kind of what both the email list and the content piece is for. And they want to hear from you. I mean, they've asked to hear from you. Yes, especially when you're giving them something. Like you're giving them value from what you are sharing them. Like, hey, you know, Bob, I just have this new video out. I know that this is a very big problem with 
with you and people like you. And like, this is a solution for you. I hope that this helps you. Amazing. Amazing. Desiree Martinez, how can people find out more about you and all in one social media? Yeah. So if you want to learn more about how you can grow your business with better content marketing, definitely check out my YouTube channel. You can find it at youtube.com forward slash MRS Desiree Rose, or just search me on YouTube under Desiree Martinez. And if you are looking to take the burden of handling your content creation off of your plate, you can head over to allinonesocialmedia.com to find a solution for you and just know that we are a mission-driven agency. So when you are working with us, you are helping to put military spouses to work anywhere that they get stationed around the world. That's fantastic. That's great. How does that work exactly? So I started my agency when we got stationed in this first uh, teeny tiny town in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and the town just was really not down for hiring military spouses. And I have been doing social media marketing for so long that I was very much like, there has to be a way for me to help my community of military spouses that can't get work and this social media knowledge that I have. And so what I decided to do was train military spouses on how to be social media managers and then put them to work helping businesses grow through content creation through the business. And so we're able to help businesses and military spouses together. That's a, that's a great that's a great mission. Fantastic. And kudos Thanks. kudos to you and your team. Yeah, no, we work hard and so <laughs> uh you know, we work with businesses of all sizes, we work with agencies to be their social media team, all that stuff. So like I said, the more businesses that we can help, the more military spouses we can put to work. That's great. And people will be able to find this episode by searching for Hey and Desiree Martinez. My name is Dane Golden, and I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. We do this podcast, the Video Marketing Value Podcast from Hey.com, and the videos because we believe marketers and business owners just like you can grow a loyal customer community through helpful how-to videos. Because when you share your expertise in a way that helps your customers live their lives better or do their jobs better, you'll earn their loyalty and their trust and their business. Thanks to our special guest, Desiree Martinez of All In One Social Media. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.